That's been cut off and it's been very worrisome. That's how accidents happen, misunderstandings. So we're back to direct, open, clear, direct communications on a, on a, on a direct basis. That's President Biden talking about the red phone being reinstituted. Our generals will be able to talk to their generals when there are questions, concerns, things that need explanations so that we don't get into a hot war because someone made a mistake. That's just one of the takeaways from this Biden G meeting. Uh, just how significant was it? The cable anchors were, were calling it historic before they even stepped out of the meeting. <laughs> um, Tom Watkins is director, president and CEO of TDW and Associates, a U.S.-China business and education consulting firm. Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hi, it's good to be with you. I think it is the bare minimum that at least we can avoid these kinds of uh, misunderstandings. And that was a significant takeaway. But I th- also think it was the bare minimum for two superpowers uh, to initiate. Uh, what was the biggest takeaway for you? Well, I think the fact that they are getting together and talking is, is good news. Uh, Biden and his team have really have done the hard work of diplomacy, which you saw yesterday is really a, a year's worth of work in the foundation a lane to communicate, to have forums to discuss. I mean, imagine, uh, Guy, uh, before yesterday, our two nations, top militaries in the world, top economies, weren't talking to each other. Uh, so I think you had eight billion reasons why this is good news, and that is uh, all of humanity that uh, occupy this planet. China-U.S. relationship is the most important bilateral relationship in the world today. Every major world issue is going to intersect at the corner of Washington, D.C. and Beijing. So how our leaders get together and address the issues of nuclear proliferation, North Korea, the war in Ukraine, uh, the war in the Middle East, uh, free and fair trade, the global economy, hunger, climate is vitally important to all of us. And so I'm very happy uh, that there are talking to each other, and have set up mechanisms to address issues. One of the major issues that have come out yesterday is a commitment to deal with the fentanyl crisis, which has killed over a quarter of a million people since 2015. And 100, not 100, 73,000 people died last year uh, of fentanyl in this country. So uh, a commitment to begin to address that issue, it's literally killing Americans, is vitally important to us all. Tom, when President Biden said that, answered the question, yes, he is a dictator, Antony Blinken kind of flinched. Do you think that was a, a misstep when they were trying to sort of smooth things over throughout this four hours? Yeah, I mean, if you took a look at yesterday, it really was one big happy party. And that was kind of throwing uh, something nasty in the fruit bowl, uh, the punch bowl. Um, so I do think that that caused a little bit of diplomatic roar. But the positive thing is, and I was exploring the People's Daily and the China Daily, which is really the mouthpiece for the Chinese government, um, and they really portrayed what happened yesterday as a very positive mood to bring the countries together to begin to have discussions to solve real problems that are really existential threats mm-hmm. to all of us on this planet. Tom, uh, you know, going back to fentanyl, um, the media asked the president um, if he trusted what uh, Xi Jinping had said about, you know, trying to curtail that. And he said, trust and verify. How do we verify that? 
Especially since they were denying that they were sending these precursor drugs. They, They didn't even acknowledge that they were doing this just a few months ago. Yeah, and there's some historical context to this as well. You know, our trade going back to the 1800s, uh, where we were giving opium, we primarily British, but the United States as well, uh, rather than giving silver to it. So there's some historical context um, to this as well with the fentanyl coming here. Uh, but there, you know, the trust and verify is, I mean, to work and to see. One of the proofs will be in the pudding is hopefully we'll see fewer deaths going forward while people are using this drug that's coming across our border through Mexico. Um, And it's going to be difficult to do, but at least there's a commitment to try to deal with that. And um, I think the president is sincere, uh, both presidents, on trying to address this because it will be measured and it will be something that will hold China accountable for. Tom, later on, business leaders, American business leaders, were in a room and gave the president of China a standing ovation. What was that all about? It's pretty simple, Jamie. It's money and profits, Uh, U.S. goods and trade with China. In 2022, was $750 billion, uh, and that's up $2.6 billion over the prior year. So while we see China's economy slowing down, where we see some tension there and some companies pulling out. Well, and some outright hostility, Tom. I mean, there have been raids. There has been intellectual property theft, things like that. Why would they cheer that? um, Because they're making money in China. Uh, 1.4 billion consumers uh, with a lot of disposable income is too tempting Mm -hmm. uh, for any company just to pass up. But look, China holds an economic silencer uh, to companies and nations' heads uh, by saying, look, you, you want to complain about something in China, uh, we'll, we'll put the screws to you. And far too many companies and nations have gotten moral laryngitis, moral laryngitis when it mm-hmm. comes to standing up to uh, what our rights, our values uh, in a democratic society are. Um, but the fact is, is, China is going nowhere. The U.S. is going nowhere. So having discussions at the top level to try to bring about some calm, I think, benefits us all. They have also made some promises about increasing their reliance on renewable energy generation. Uh, they have talked about decreasing their dependence on fossil fuels. Yet throughout 2022, they were approving new coal-fired power plants every two weeks. So why should we believe that they're going to make that that dramatic a pivot? Well, I don't think, again, we should believe anything. We should work towards uh, that. I mean, the fact is, is that China is catching up over the last 40 years. Uh, while we were polluting the world in the previous centuries, they're doing it so today. Um, but also we're watching to see what uh, President Biden and, in fact, our Congress have done on a bipartisan basis. Because mm-hmm. I've said numerous times The best way to compete with China, to assure China's rise doesn't come in our demise, is to invest in America and the American people. Amen. And four pieces of major legislation have been passed, which kind of get a pass. Um, And they are the Infrastructure and Investment Act, the Inflation and Reduction Act, the, the Chips and Science Act, and the Strategic Competition Act. These four major pieces of bipartisan legislation go a long way to invest in America and invest in the American people. Uh, Trying to hold China back at this time 
it's like building a chain link fence to hold back a tsunami coming to your shores. So we need to find ways to mitigate uh, where they're out to beat us. And I'm an old junior Golden Ghost boxer. So make no doubt that China wants to surpass the United States. Uh, when I got in the ring with my best friend, I was there to win. So right. we have a competition with China. Very good. Tom Watkins, we appreciate your time and your insights on this. And uh, we'll hope that those deliverables are actually delivered. Thanks for being with us.